1: In case you haven't heard Friday's episode, last Friday's episode, our beautiful human alert was a kid in South Carolina, he's 14, and he started a yard business with all the money going into a fund so that the only dad he's ever known, his stepdad since he was a baby, like started dating his mom, this guy started dating his mom when, when this kid was a toddler, um, can adopt him because there's a lot of fees associated with it. So they found a lawyer to waive a bunch of those fees, but there's still legal costs. And this kid wants him and his brother to be adopted by this guy so badly that he's like, I'm going to cut lawns all summer and every penny that I make, I'm going to give to you and mom so you guys can pay for it. Coolest kid ever. So cool. And then, I mean, the story goes, just gets more wonderful from there. Like, uh, Somebody gifted him a new lawnmower, and the day he got it, he said, "I have openings all day, and I'm going to go cut lawns all day, and I'm donating the money." And it was to like another kid in the community who had needs. Um, So I said, "You know what? If everybody who listens to the upside sends a buck or two, we via Venmo sends me a Venmo with it with a dollar or two. um, We can send his mom out of the blue." Just like five hundred bucks or a thousand bucks or whatever, because mm-hmm. not everybody's going to do it, you know. Mm-hmm. So I was like, even two percent of the audience participates, yeah. it'll still be a few hundred bucks. And by noon on Friday, we had close to a thousand dollars, and they're all one dollar, two dollar, five dollar donations. It. There's a couple, you know, twenties in there, twenty five. There might have been one fifty, but it was hundreds of donations that probably average two or three bucks, which is my favorite thing because it shows the power of a group. Yeah. You know, it shows. Did you
2: transfer the money yet?
1: No, I'm going to do it on Friday. So if you still want to contribute, just just Venmo, Jeff Dollar, uh, a, wh- however much you want. Like, Don't say, oh, I've only got two bucks. That's not, that's what difference is that going to make? That's how we got to almost Mm $1,000 on the very first day, Mm -hmm. you know? So just send what you can. Um, If you can send and you want to send 50 or 100, we'll certainly take that. But all all of us contributing a buck or two is going to make a huge difference. I just think it would be a really cool thing to do if out of the blue, they got a Venmo with a note that says, Hey, we're a bunch of podcast listeners. In Jeff yeah.
2: for, lives for this. Yeah, and, he loves it.
1: And we heard your story, and we just thought that if a bunch of us all sent in a few bucks, we could we could help you out and your family out. So here you go.
0: The upside means living in gratitude finding the positive in every experience, and helping other people do the same. You are now part of the movement. Welcome to The Upside with Callie and Jeff.
2: If this is your first episode of The Upside, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back.
1: Today is Tuesday, June 28th. My name is Jeff Dollar, and today I am grateful for propane torches.
2: My name is Callie Dollar, and I am grateful for um, air conditioning.
1: There's no follow-up to the propane torch?
2: No, I have no, follow- <laughs> I have no, what do you want me to say? Oh, wow, a pro, a pro, well, yeah, whatever. It's such
1: an odd thing to be grateful for. I thought you would at least go, oh, what? Now we're just going to leave it out there. And it sounds very true crime. Yeah. One time he was grateful for a propane torch.
2: Not everybody knows you're a griller, so.
1: Well, nobody knows the trick. I learned it from your friend, Tracy. Years ago when she came up to the lake, she brought a propane torch with her. I don't even think I was there. I think it was a girl's weekend. And she was going to cook on the big green egg, and she brought a uh, one of those little handheld propane torches, and that's how she locked, lit, lit the charcoal.
2: Um, so you're saying it's better than the Luft lighter? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Why?
1: Luft lighter's electric. Got to run an extension cord, plug it mm. in. Got a whole okay. pro- propane torch. And th- propane those,
2: sounds dangerous.
1: Yeah. Th- every time.
2: It's. Let me rewind that. Men let love, me rephrase that. Statement. Men
1: and your friend Tracy love danger.
2: It sounds dangerous for you.
1: Because <laughs> you're a
2: little accident prone. Yeah. So I would maybe stick with something that can be, you know, ripped out of an outlet instead.
1: It's a val- you make a valid point.
2: Jeff mentioned yesterday on the show that he had like a totally non scientific plan for me being tired and he wanted to restructure my time and my, my, Lifetime because I have a really weird schedule and I'm constantly tired. And Jeff has been making comments about my sleep schedule/slash life schedule what do you call that? A life schedule? It's just like my your everyday routine, routine. Your,
1: your day, your weekday routine, but I, you've
2: been, hold on. So let me finish. So you've been making comments about that for years, like not negative comments, just like, Hey, you should try this. You should try this. Um, because you think that, you know, from 25 years of waking up that early, what I need for my life. Now, I'm not saying that in a condescending way. I'm being, I'm being totally like how I looked at your, the way you spend your time. I was like, oh my gosh, no, like you're totally not doing it. Right. So let me help you. And you were like, yeah, take the reins. Jeff is doing the same thing with my schedule because he thinks that it will improve my quality of life, which I'm not going to say no to that. Right. So I'm all in. But I do I have- ju- can
1: I just qualify that though because I'm not just basing it on my experience like my tw- 25 years of experience, like getting up in the middle of the night. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm also basing it on stuff that I've heard, the conversations you've had with professionals, whether they're doctors or therapists or whoever, um, and also things that you've tried that I see you try really hard at, but don't work. I'm like, that's, that was kind of the impetus for, for what I suggested on yesterday's show was let's go 180 degrees from everything that you've tried. And I think and
2: from my instincts and you're not doing anything that's against the medical advice that I've been given, which is basically take some supplements and you need to sleep, like stop getting up in the middle of the night to work out and stuff like that. And it is funny because like when I did that a couple weeks ago, I had an upside listener be like, um, didn't your doctor say don't get up at 215 to work out? That wasn't an upside listener. That was me. No. And it was also an upside. Okay. Um, so anyways, but here is my question because my doctor kind of half answered this, but I didn't like her solution. When do I work out?
1: Here's my answer. And, and I, I told you a little Wait, bit,
2: pause, pause for a second, pause sorry, I got to cut you off again. My schedule, the reason I work out in the morning is because when I get home, Jeff and I work for a chunk of time and then it's family Ellie time. Right. So that's why workouts, you know, afternoon workouts have just never worked out for me. And they're so much harder now that we have a, a kid. Yeah. Okay. So continue.
1: What I think, and this is a, this is on me also. Like you and I both have to make a a drastic shift in, uh, in how we focus time. And now is the time to do it. Like right now, this moment in time, we're settled into the new house. We, Ellie has a routine. She's, you know, Uh, going to – she's going to be going to school in a few weeks or or whatever it's called, preschool, a couple days a week. Like there's a new routine. Everything is fresh and new. Now is the time for you and I to do it, right, Mm -hmm. to refocus on a proper healthy routine. So what I think you need to do is scrap the early morning workout. Stop convincing yourself that that is the only time you have because it's not. That's number one. Number two, I think you have to mentally – change the grand finale of your day. And I used to give this advice to people in morning radio all the time. Because in morning radio, you would, most shows go until 10 a.m. Some go to 9.30, some go to 10.30, whatever. But let's just say 10 a.m. is the end of your show time. It is very natural for the people who work on that show to focus on 10 a.m., is I call it the grand finale. I don't call it the finish line. It's like the grand finale. Like, we're gonna do a show, because that's when you're live mm-hmm. on the radio until mm-hmm. 10 a.m. The reality is, post 10 a.m., you've got commercials to record, you've got production elements to produce, you've got planning for the next day's show, you've got meetings, you've got conversations with salespeople, you've got client obligations. All that stuff happens post 10 a.m. and takes usually a few hours. Mm-hmm. It's just natural to focus on 10 a.m. So with, with you, I think your focus is, I don't know where it is, it's either on the end of the live portion of your TV job, mm-hmm. or it is the time that you leave the studio and mm-hmm. come home. In your head, you're like, okay, I'm, I'm working until 1130 today. And that's your focus because Mm -hmm. that's what time you're leaving the studio. That's not, you got to, you got to erase that. And I think this, I mean, we're talking about people who are crazy shifts, but I think this could apply to everybody. You have to push the grand finale of your day to like 2 PM. And that's two, there's two parts to that. One.
2: So I don't struggle from 11 to 2
1: as hard. Right. Because you're like, oh, this is all extra stuff I have to do. It's not. It's just part of your day. Mm -hmm. So between the time you get home and 2 p.m., that's when we record the show. That's when you work out because that's a priority thing for you. Like that goes in your day. Mm -hmm. That's when you prepare for the day before or the next day. I mean, prepare Mm -hmm. for the day before time traveler prepare for the next day. That's when you do all that stuff. So let's say 2 p.m., 3 p.m., whatever it is. But the rule is at the end of your grand finale, like, you're done. And if you get stuff done early, if you get your workout and we record the show and you have your outfit and everything done at 1.15, then you're done early that day. You need to celebrate that and enjoy it. You don't pack in.
2: And what if we don't get it?
1: You, s- you have to set the time so that m- the majority of time we do get it. Because there's always going to be days when you have to, quote, stay late. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. There's going to be days when you're mopping up the restaurant and right before you walk out, you break a bottle of ketchup on the floor. Right. Oh, I got to stay late and mop this up. Right. That's going to happen from time to time. But if you can mentally change the grand finale to a different time, then you don't start panicking at 1130 that like, oh my gosh, I got to get a workout in. I got to do this. 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 this." You, in your head, you're like, okay, now I'm going to go home and I'm going to work out. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But the second part of that is whatever the cutoff is, on every day that you're done by that time, you have to be done. Don't fill in. Don't let's say, let's say Ellie has a cold and she's taking a crazy long nap and she's asleep from three to four. That doesn't mean you cram stuff in from three to four. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: Sit on the couch, go for a walk, Mm -hmm. walk Sadie. Anyways,
2: walk Sadie. I love how you say Sadie and not Lily.
1: Well, Lily doesn't need to walk; she's fine. She runs around, and chases chipmunks. Sadie's so like, Sadie so needs to walk. But whatever. But but change change the grand finale. Does it make sense?
2: Yeah, it totally does. So here's going to be the test. So today, when you're hearing this episode, it is Tuesday. Typically, and I don't know if this is true for anybody else, Tuesday is my hardest day of the week. Because Monday, I'm excited. I'm like, yeah. yeah. Like back in my routine. Weekend's over, but I'm good. I'm motivated. And Tuesday I'm like, oh my gosh, why am I so tired? Oh my gosh, this week is gonna last forever. And then Wednesday I'm like, okay, yeah. Like, you know, I'm fine with the rest of the week. But Tuesday is the hardest day. So it'll be interesting to see when I get to the end, because Monday went well. Yesterday went well. Um, Tuesday and Wednesday, I think, are gonna be the challenge. So we're gonna have to check back in on Friday. See how it goes.
1: Can I change course on um, our show schedule right now and ask you a question? And if you don't want to talk about it, we don't have to. Okay. But something just popped into my head when I asked you how you were doing, both like we were texting while you were still at work. And then when you got home, um, your answer was, I'm just weepy. Yeah. I'm weepy. Yeah. Like I'm just weepy. And something that you just said triggered a conversation I had with my therapist years ago. Okay. She used to – when I was on the radio, she would listen from time to time. And she brought up a story that I told on the radio in our therapy session, which is crazy. Okay. (laughs) But I told the story that I was out for a a walk. Like I was probably out walking Sadie or or, or whatever. And I remember exactly where I was. It was along the Chattahoochee River. There's trails. I was walking. And there was an air show that weekend – At the air reserve base near where we live and the blue angels were like practicing for the airship Mm -hmm. so this is probably like a wednesday or thursday afternoon and so i stopped and i was watching the blue angels and i just it just i just started crying like to me it was like this is so beautiful look at how look at how magnificent they are yeah and it's the it's the u.s military god bless the usa and look at this. And it's fantastic. And it was, and I'm like in the trail, like watching them crying. And she said that crying is an indicator that you have is an offloader of unresolved pressure. And so my whole topic on the air is I'm like, why was I crying? Like I'm, I'm patriotic. Like I love my country, but I'm not like a person who cries at the Star Spangled Banner every time it plays, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Or tears up at, at the Pledge of Allegiance.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, or, you know what I mean? So it, I'm just not, that's not me. And so I think there's a lot going on in the world, right? Mm-hmm. Especially for a family like ours who have in the back of our mind a fertility race against the clock. Mm-hmm. Happening. And I think the reason you're weepy is because it's just I think it's just there's just pressure.
2: Here's what has gone on like inside my head. Part of me is like, okay, you haven't been able to break yourself away from like news and current events and all of that. And that is like really stressful, whether you want it to be stressful or not. It's just a lot of like input and a lot of like words and feelings and all that. And then so I'm like, okay, so there's <laughs> there's that. Um, there is the fact that I'm like taking supplements and dealing with hormone stuff and whatever. So part of it's like, am I weepy because my hormones are off or because there's like a shift right now? Oh, I forgot
1: all about that. What if the hormone, what if the supplements are like working to recalibrate your engines. I
2: have no idea. Um, And then a little part of me is like, okay, well, what if, I mean, I know I'm not pregnant, but like, what if I was like, that's the other thing going on in my head, you know, of like, well, I don't, I don't think I'm pregnant, but also like, you know, the random crying, that's how like everybody on the show knew I was pregnant with Ellie. And then <laughs>
1: before you did, before
2: I did. Um, so then I'm like, well, like, I don't think it's that, but is it that? And
1: if you weren't listening a couple of years ago, we were, ta- I don't even remember what we were talking about on the show, but like, let's say it's, um, I don't know, a squirrel got into the house. And I was. We had to chase it with a broom to get it out, and we're telling a story, and all of a sudden, Callie just starts crying, and she's like, "That squirrel was the most graceful no, rodent no, no, no. I ever saw." It wasn't
2: that I was laughing so hard at That's something what it that was. I, and then like, like.
1: But it turned into sad cry.
2: It turned into, I just couldn't stop crying. And then (laughs) I announced, I didn't know I was pregnant at the time, but I was. And then then we announced um, that we were going to have a baby, like, you know, weeks later. And people were like, oh my gosh, I totally knew it when you started, like, when you laughed until you cried and then you couldn't stop bawling. But I do feel, I feel like I'm about to at any second cry. I think I feel like I would feel better if I cried. But I also hate that I don't know. (laughs) what it is. Like, I wish I could just say like, oh, it's the state of the world or, oh, I'm overwhelmed or, you know, but I, I don't know. I'm like, is this normal? Am I depressed? Do I need to change my meds? My psychiatrist listens to this. So I bet that she'll email me, but you know what I mean? I, I, I don't well, know. What it
1: if, is. what if it's all of the above
2: or what if it's all of like, the above? It's the supplements. It's having anxiety and depression. It's, I don't but know.
1: What if you, what if you just made yourself cry?
2: Well, I could cry. I mean, I could cry right now. But we're, doing, we're doing a show. No, not
1: right now, but like what if you just if it if what she's saying is true, right?
2: Mm-hmm. And there's
1: so much going on right now. Right. That's that on their own, it are all like intense and serious and significant, but as standalone items probably wouldn't make you cry, but they're all built up. Yeah. Do you think that if you just like for me If I watch um, a military mom or a military dad sneak up on their kid.
2: Oh, I can't even, I can't even go there. I can't even go there. What I could do. Even
1: the dog ones.
2: I can't, no, I can't do it. I can't even, I'm emotionally, I cannot handle one more emotional thing like that. What I think might happen is later today, I'm going to be doing yoga. And then before I go to bed, I'm going to meditate. And if I'm going to cry today, (laughs) it will be while I'm in yoga. But
1: I'm suggesting forcing yourself to cry like go watch but like that'll
2: make me more depressed. Like the watching anything to make myself cry. Like I'm really? not. I don't. It'll make me just. It'll put me on a downward spiral that I I don't want to be be in. So it but just happy to, videos. Um, but they're not happy to me. It's like people are like. That's why I can't watch animal movies. You know what I mean? Like the ending's happy, but I can't. I can't take people loving their dogs too much. Like I, that's not an emotional journey. I can, I can go on right now. I can't watch this is us for the same reason. Like I just, I know it's great. I know everything ends so beautifully, but I just, I have all the emotion I need in my life. Like I don't need anything to trigger it. It'll happen. I, I probably like when I'm doing yoga, cause that's when I'm forced to like connect with myself. Um,
1: but well, yeah. my whole point and using you for that was just to share that I thought that was a really interesting observation or philosophy that my therapist had. So, um, I think it's just important that we all acknowledge that there's a lot going on in the world, like in like beyond, there's a
2: lot of input,
1: there's a lot of, of intense input, and it's been intense for months, right? So, we have to, I would say, years, and we, right. Yeah, years. And we just learn to live with that. And then when our own personal stuff, sometimes we it just builds up. So yeah. So make yourself cry, I guess is my point.
2: Okay. Well, in a totally light, you know, switcheroo here, I saw something that went viral on TikTok. It was a woman who so she's like a mom. She's, I don't know why the mom thing counts. That was in the headline, but she's 32 years old and she just discovered why we use abbreviations like to say the first one, like one with an st, and then fourth, like four, the number four and then T-H. Um, And I had never thought about this, okay? I'm 36 years old. Did you see that video?
1: I didn't see the video, but I saw a news article about it.
2: Okay, so every... She, she didn't know that I'm 36. I didn't realize that. Like I, yeah, it makes sense. Like I saw it and I was like, Oh, F I R S T. So we do a number one and then we do an S T never crossed my mind before. Makes total sense. Did I know that that's what it stood for or put two and two together, that that was the connection? Absolutely not.
1: There's, did um, you know that? Yeah. Did you really? Yeah. To me, it was just common sense. So I was like, (laughs) oh my gosh, this is, this is, this is like a web news thing. Like just looking for headlines.
2: Yeah. Just like, I was like,
1: they're just looking for something that's not intense right now. Mm -hmm. But then I read the article and this woman got tens of thousands of responses and the majority of them were just like you. They were like, oh my
2: God, I had not put to (laughs) again.
1: I never thought about that. It makes so now I know it.
3: Ladies and gentlemen, please give it up for your next comedian here at Ellie's Comedy Club. You're going to love this guy. Welcome to the stage, Dad.
1: What did the river say when a bunch of beavers approached? Well, I'll be damned. (laughs) We are so grateful for all of our amazing advertisers, and we love every single single one of them. So thank you so much for being a part of this show.
2: I mean, and truly, like, lest we remind, you know, ourselves and anybody that listens, like, the whole reason we're able to do this every day is because of our ad partners. Like, that's amazing.
1: And the, the cool thing about the way our show has been set up since the beginning is all of our ad partners are relationships and products that we actually like and use. And Bruch toothbrush it, toothbrushes are the, one of the latest entries into, into that that uh, category. We both have on our bathroom counters beautiful Bruch toothbrushes, which I think might be Callie's favorite part about it, is it just looks good on your counter.
2: It looks good. It's not an eyesore, which I know is like a small thing. But is it? Is it a small thing? Because I walk into my bathroom and if you have like one of the, okay, I'm going to call them old school, but like one of the old school ones, you're just Uh like, I wish that didn't have to be on my counter, but like. I can't put it in a drawer because there's a plug. It is gorgeous. It fits in aesthetically so well. And they have a bunch of different colors you can choose from.
1: If you are an electric toothbrush person, you already know. If you're not an electric toothbrush person, this will change your life. I got my first electric toothbrush maybe... Eight years ago or so, never had one before that, and I'm telling you, life
2: changing. You'll never go back. You'll
1: never go back because it's the, it's the it's the just left the dentist feeling without all the uncomfortableness of being at the dentist. And the Brüche technology is top notch. So um, they've got like the sonic technology that that is the cleanest my mouth has ever felt. They've even got um, a setting for you to clean your tongue, to clean your gums, and the battery lasts four weeks. So if you forget to set it back on the charger, you are fine. No, you, big. no big deal. Plus you can um, sign up for the program and they'll send you new brush heads regularly. So you never even have to think about that. If you want to get a great deal, go to brusch.com. That's B-R-U-U-S-H dot com slash upside. And you'll get 20% off a brush brush kit and plan. That's B-R-U-U-S-H dot com slash upside.
2: Now a word from our sponsor, BetterHelp. Everybody likes to talk about being healthy and what they're eating and what they're working out and doing all this stuff. But I got news for you. Mental health, what's going on with you is just as important, if not more important than your physical health. Mental health is something that if we don't take care of just a little bit by a little bit, we'll start to notice that our happiness level goes way down. Our stress level goes way up. And you know what? Here's the thing. You do not have to tackle life alone. Sometimes you need the help of a certified or licensed counselor that can help you through it. And and then there's no shame in that. BetterHelp Online Therapy is here to help. Now, I have been in therapy for like 15 years on and off, right? It has absolutely changed. My life, and it's not a weakness to go to therapy. It's actually a strength. You wouldn't go to a gym and go go be scared to ask a trainer how to work out, right? It's the same thing. How do I make my mental health the best it can be for me? That's what you're asking your therapist. You're working through your mental health with someone else to make you stronger. BetterHelp is online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat only therapy sessions, so you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. It's my Much more affordable than in-person therapy. You can be matched with a therapist in under 48 hours and get started in the comfort of your own home. Our listeners get 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com upside. That's B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P.com upside.
1: For me, it's really fun to have a tiny bit of detail that gets noticed by other people, whether it's in work you're doing or something you're presenting or some of your clothes, a bit of style to have somebody go, wow, that is really unique. Pair Eyewear makes it easy for me to do that. Pair Eyewear has interchangeable face plates for their eyeglass frames, which means you get high-quality eyeglass frames from Pair Eyewear that look great on their own, starting at only $60, but then you get interchangeable magnetic frames that go over those that you can swap out for special occasions like upcoming holidays or with your favorite sports team, uh, Pride Month, for example, you can swap them out in colors that match the outfit that you're wearing or moods. Change your glasses like you change your clothes. And like I said, base frame start at just sixty dollars. That includes prescription lenses. I have a pair of I of pair I wear glasses. I would love for you to try it yourself. Very unique, as, as unique as you are. One pair, infinite style, 60 bucks. Go to pairiwear.com slash upside for 15% off your first purchase. That's 15% off at pairiwear.com slash upside.
2: If I had all of the time in the world, I would cook every single meal and snack for Ellie. They would always be healthy, they would always be delicious. I mean, doesn't that sound like such a beautiful thing? Well, guess what? It can be a beautiful thing in your refrigerator with Little Spoon. Little Spoon is a one-stop shop for healthy, easy mealtime and snack time for your baby, your toddler, and your big kid, and it's delivered right to your door. Most of the baby and kids food at the grocery store that is easy grab and go is heavily processed and often on the shelf longer than your kid has been in the world not cool. So not the quality nutrition that our kids deserve. Little Spoon makes everything fresh and uses absolutely nothing artificial. It's just like homemade, all delivered to your door, ready in seconds. You can pop your meals in the fridge or the freezer and use them when it's ready. We like the plates that are you know pre-portioned out and stuff like that. Ellie had the kid's mac and cheese. It was hidden with butternut squash and carrots. It comes in a plate, ready to eat. I stuck it in the microwave, 10 seconds, pulled the top off, handed it right to her. She She devoured it. Little Spoon makes it so easy. And they also make easy snacks. She loves their smoothies as well. The best part is the price is right. With kids' meals under $5 and baby food and smoothie snacks under $3, it makes trying Little Spoon easy. Give 50% off your first order when you go to littlespoon.com and you enter the code UPSIDE at checkout. Again, they're giving you 50% off because you're an Upside listener. That code is UPSIDE at checkout at littlespoon.com. Here are today's three random things. My first random thing, I am sorry to deliver you this news during beach season, but falling coconuts kill more people every year than sharks.
1: <laughs> okay, that's good to know.
2: So people who are worried about sharks, you know, don't look I, up because there's coconuts up there.
1: You know, that makes sense, though, because those palm trees get high. Like, they're high. They're high,
2: and coconuts are really heavy. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, super heavy. So, What a way to go. Being hit in the head by a coconut?
1: Like then, because chances are it happens to people on vacation. Well, and you you probably
2: don't know. You know what I mean? Like you probably don't know. It's just one donk on the head and you're out. I mean, it's like a, you know.
1: I know, but it's humiliating. Can you make me a promise that if I am ever taken out by a falling coconut while we're on vacation? That we'll have coconuts at your funeral? No. That you'll tell everyone that I was attacked by a shark. And I valiantly fought. I was saving you and Ellie. The shark was coming after you guys, and I ran from the beach in slow motion with a red swimsuit, Baywatch style.
2: I'll do you one better, and I will put a shark on your tombstone. Thank you. My second random thing is when you get a kidney transplant, your old kidneys are left in your body, usually. I had no idea about this. And the third one, like one of your old ones, is put into your pelvis.
1: Did you know that? I think I did. And I think it eventually. Why? And I think it just shrivels up like a cranberry.
2: Why do they keep it in there? I don't know. That's so odd.
1: Yeah. That's really creepy. Sometimes when I'm mailing a package that has a peel and stick, like envelope, I just peel the thing off and then I stuff it in the envelope so the recipient gets it. Kind of the same philosophy.
2: Peel and stick. So what?
1: Like if I'm sending a priority mail and you Uh peel the plastic off. To, to expose the adhesive to close the envelope. Yeah. Sometimes I just stuff the plastic in the envelope so whoever gets the package has to deal with the plat, deal with the little strip. I don't. And I feel like that's the same thing that the surgeon does. I'm just going to leave this in here next person can deal with it.
2: Yeah, I I I that was not a very good joke, but I appreciate was it. Wasn't a joke. I re-
1: I really do it.
2: Mhm. And my third random thing is cosmic rays from outer space frequently cause glitches in your electronics. Did you know that?
1: Did not know that.
2: And those are my three random things.
1: I am becoming a person, and we can thank Ellie for this. I am becoming a person who enjoys discovering like natural ways to clean things using stuff that you have around your house like
2: baking soda and stuff
1: yes like I was always the guy who's like just go buy whatever they sell at Target and spray it on you know what I mean Mm -hmm. and it's like um here spray you, you know oh you have a stain on your pillow spray this on it what's it called carcinogen 202 I'm like cool and then I would do it uh now I get all geeked out like Ellie had a pen um that I thought was pushed in and it wasn't so there's a big line on our like bedspread. I don't know what that – is that just cotton, right? The the I think so. The cover or whatever. So I Google and they're like, all right, here's what you do. You get half a cup of vinegar. You dilute it or like half – yeah, yeah, like two tablespoons of vinegar and like half a cup of warm water with one drop of Dawn dishwashing soap and use a cotton cloth and dab it. And I, that speaks to 10-year-old Jeff with a chemistry kit. Yeah. Love that. And I'm all excited to, to like –
2: well, you'll have to t- test out your little chemistry experiment and then let us know. You could be like the next Babs.
1: Plus, I'm so excited that it's all like healthy too, you yeah. know?
2: Like, okay. So I tried to do that when we were having the roach drums from last week. And I will say every single, this is a little side tangent, but it relates. Um, the every single thing that they said about roaches and how to like do it naturally or whatever has the sentence before it. It will attract them, but then it will kill them. Yeah. No. Hard no. Hell no.
1: I think I would be okay using the, you know, carcinogen 202 spray if it was in a room that we weren't going in. So like if like the the attic, Mm -hmm. like our theory is the roaches that got in the house came from From the 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 attic attic because there's a tree close to the roof line. Um, So in the attic, I'm like- Torch it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Whatever, whatever you got to do. But like on the on the bedspread, I'm That's like, true. I'm like, hmm, a little dish soap, some baking soda. And the amount of stuff that includes table salt, fascinating.
0: Thank you for listening to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. We would love to stay in touch with you by text. Text the word UPSIDE to 800-434-5454 and then save it in your phone as Callie and Jeff.
2: I've had a package a large package that i have to send back it was i bought a dresser for ellie's room it's supposed to be her changing table did i measure it no i didn't measure it why would i measure it before i bought some huge piece of furniture from wayfair comes in too thin like she would fall it it, there's not enough room to change baby so i gotta send it back we didn't even open it because jeff saw the box and was like um yeah i don't know that that's gonna work you might want to want to measure that actually i think what you did say is hey did you measure that like no why
1: would i do that i lifted it up with the guy who's here helping us we lifted it up and i'm like oh this is really narrow the top must be in two pieces Mm -hmm. you know like they must be and you must have to fasten them together because in my mind who wouldn't measure it and so i (laughs) so i haul the whole thing upstairs with him very heavy dump it in her room and you happen to be in there. And I'm like, you measured this, right? And and, you, and your, <laughs> no. your silence answered that question.
2: Right. So forgot to do that. Anywho. So I have to ship it back. It's a FedEx thing. I have the prepaid shipping la- label, whatever. But I have been procrastinating for like, a week and a half with mailing this thing back because i can't take it it's too heavy for me i need to schedule a fedex pickup and in my head a fedex pickup is something that just costs a lot of money like i was thinking okay i'm gonna have to fork over 60 bucks to get it here maybe and i think i was like hoping in the back of my head that i would just see a fedex truck passing and i could run out in the street and be like hey will you come to our house like i had it you know um but i went online yesterday and did the fedex i'm like okay going to do this because I can't like I it was a couple hundred bucks I don't need that I don't need to forget and miss the deadline for that
1: oh my god is not the worst the feeling ever worst
2: um and so I uh went there I went to fedex.com and I was fully expecting my bill to be 60 bucks free
1: Free like, pickup? It
2: was free pickup. At least they haven't charged me for it. So they didn't give me a price. It just said it was like the date. How much does it weigh? And you want to... Which makes me really happy because, I mean, I I do have to pay to ship it back. Like the return label cost me 10 bucks or whatever the company charged me. But... Yeah, FedEx is picking it up for free.
1: Um, over the holidays, um, I learned the same thing about UPS, but it wasn't free. It was surprisingly low, though. I had the same thing. I didn't think it was gonna be 60 bucks, but I'm like, oh, they're gonna charge me $25 for a pickup, and it was like $6, but no matter how many packages you had. Yeah. Like, I think we were shipping stuff related to our gratitude journals and our mm-hmm. upside merchandise, and I had to get it all to Raleigh, where our distribution place is, and, they're like, yeah, uh, we'll come pick it up and just put your card in for six bucks. And I was like, per box? And they're like, no. I'm like, oh, almost maybe we wanna go find more stuff to ship.
0: I am dying at that lady's voicemail about putting on somebody's shirt if they're gone. That is hilarious. Thank you for the laugh to that sweet lady. And I love the idea of everyone sharing their awkward stories. Lord knows I have some, but oh my gosh, that just like made my morning. <laughs>
1: so funny. Bye. If you cannot get enough Food Network television, I've got a podcast for you. It's Girl Meets Farm. It is a podcast based on the show of the same name, her Food Network TV show. She is a city girl married to a fifth-generation beet farmer. She lives on the border between Minnesota and North Dakota, and she is an outstanding cook. She cooks Midwestern classics with a twist, but they're also crazy good. And if you are into that, uh, what is it? The ASMR, AMSR, you know, where the, um, sounds where you just enjoy the sounds that things make, uh, this podcast has all of those. I feel like they've mic'd the pans on her stove. Girl Meets Farm has all the actual recipes of the stuff they're making in the show notes. So once you're done salivating, and you will salivate listening to this podcast, you can go and check those out and make exactly what she just made. Uh, Girl Meets Farm, based on the TV show of the same name, now available as a podcast you can get it on apple podcast spotify or wherever you get your shows
0: hey kelly and jeff so y'all were talking about the like early episodes of sesame street and how creepy it was um i came across like i'm a big prices right fan just because i grew up watching it and i'll still watch it if i have if i happen to be home around that time or whatever so or free at that time or because i work from home but i'm you know, I don't have it to be on, but uh, the press is right. If you YouTube, um, the press is right from the 70s, like with Bob Barker, he was totally creepy to the women contestants. Like he probably made a comment about something they were wearing or something or how they looked, something. But, I mean, if you watch a few episodes of it, it's totally creepy. And then, like, the really early episodes of Family Feud, um, I think the 70s, too, the, I can't remember the host, the host name at the time, but he would actually kiss women contestants on the lips. Like as he was going down the line and saying hi. And I was just flabbergasted by that. And especially the Bob Barker thing, like, I'm like, oh my goodness, he was a total creeper then, and he could still have been or whatever, but I mean, everyone loves him. And, but anyway, I just wanted to throw that out there just so if you're bored, try to YouTube, you know, old press is Right or Family Feud. Episodes of The 70s. Hope you're having a good day. Bye. Hey,
3: friends. This is Eileen. Uh, just weighing in on the uh, remedies for mosquitoes, um, I use creamy baby oil. Um, and I think it's best if you use the brand, which is Johnson & Johnson, uh, creamy baby oil. If you just kind of put that on your legs and your arms, just it's a lotion. It's not greasy. Um, I think I have the aloe vera but I think the original is probably a little bit better, but that works. It's probably not 100%, but it does help ward off mosquitoes when you're sitting outside. Also, my husband has made um, Centronella candles out of wine bottles. Um, I think you can look it up on Pinterest or DIY, you know, websites, but just takes a wine bottle. He puts Centronella oil or fluid in it. And then uh, I can't remember how he does the wick, but I'm anxious to try the Irish spring. I have heard that, but I don't think I've ever done it. So I'm going to try that this weekend.
0: Hey, it's Chris from Houston, just catching up. And I am just cracking up about Jeff. You saying with your dad, with all the nuts and bolts and screws and everything, because my dad looks the same is the same way. My husband's dad is probably even worse. He has a huge garage, like, because he works on cars, and he also, like, stores antique cars for people, and he has a bunch of antique cars. So, like, I'm, I'm talking, like, giant garage, like, on his property. Giant garage. So much stuff. And, like, my husband is slowly, like, turning into them. And it doesn't help when you need something or, like, you know, we're putting together a light fixture and we're like, oh, it's missing this. And he's like, wait, I probably have something. <laughs> dad will be dads. If you're
3: constantly doubting yourself, I'm a psychologist and here are three things I wish I knew when I was younger about self-doubt. Number one, avoidance feeds self-doubt. And the more you avoid something, the more you will believe in that narrative that says, I would never have been good enough anyway. Number two, tackling self-doubt demands courageous action in the direction of something that matters to you, something that feels so important that it overrides your need to feel comfortable and ready. Number three, when you stop waiting for self-doubt to disappear, when you make this radical decision to let that self-doubt come along for the ride as you do that scary thing, it won't hold you back anymore.